Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Jenny Nib, Generous. Generous! What are you doing, Jen? Oh, not much. I've been still hibernating, much like last time, but... It's not as cold as last time. Oh, I know. It's been so wonderful uh, lately. Last, last time you and I had a podcast, it was like the negative 26 day, right? It was, yeah. It was, it was a rough day that we did that. <laughs> it was awful is what it was. Even for a fat guy like me, I mean, if I get cold, you know it's cold. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> it's like a polar bear. But uh, where are we, Jen? Where are we? Oh, we are at the Brush Pizza Emporium that's, at the Bullhooker Studio. That's right, in the bowels of the Emporium, yes. right deep down below, sister. We love it down here. <laughs> and we have an awesome guest today, don't we? Yes, we do. Kim McClara, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks Welcome. for coming down, bro. I'm excited to have you, man. It's uh, we're gonna talk a lot about. You got a lot of stuff going on in life. Uh, I'll try to. Keep, I'm trying to keep up. So, oh, yeah, you, you, I mean, you kind of you kind of uh, trolled his Facebook, Jen. You were telling me. Yes, I had to get on there last night because I, I honestly didn't. When you were messaging me and Kim, I thought, well, I don't know who Kim is. Yeah. So I clicked on his profile and I was looking through and just stalking a little bit. So. Uh, did you happen to know the uh, transformation he's went through? No. What? I didn't stalk that much. I just saw that he was friends with my little sister, and I called her up and found some wonderful things out. We're going to talk about it a little later, because one of these stories might be what I'm talking about, so I don't want to jump in too quickly, but uh, okay. Mr. Kim has become quite the stud in the weight room, so... Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did mention that to my little sister. I was like, he, he must work out a lot. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. yeah, he does. And you're a teacher on the side here. And on the yes. side, that's your job. <laughs> yeah, teacher. Yep. Mm -hmm. What do you teach, Kim? I teach science at the middle school. I teach sixth grade. Oh, uh, that's that's ballsy, my friend. That's uh, <laughs> Middle schoolers are the tough ones, aren't they? They keep me up at night, but it's a good, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing. It's, yeah. it's challenging yet. Um, I think it's it's one of the most remarkable things that I've had as well really mm -hmm. did you want to teach uh, would you teach another grade or is that the grade you choose to teach i'm actually challenged by the fact that um sixth grade are great kids but i would like to venture more as well so maybe trying to go to different grade levels would be yeah. a good thing in the future as well sure mm -hmm. i've been teaching high school in the philippines and then that's a great shift from high school to middle school right and probably i want to be back like back in high school but junior level i've, I've teached i've taught into the senior high school level in the philippines so maybe junior high school would be a good one yeah for me right in the middle right we can get talking about that too also I, i'm curious to to know the difference between middle school or the philippines education and americans i was just gonna education. ask so the difference here between middle school and high school is middle sixth graders still have a drive to learn sometimes when they get to high school they've lost it and they end up dropping out is the educational system more important to the youth in the philippines um that's a great question i've had this phrase from one of my principals it's miss coney writes i was in my first year when she said that kids are kids around the world and she's true yeah. it's 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 really indeed true that kids are kids around the world it's probably culture that's a significant factor into how people treat education back home education is um a way for us to alleviate poverty so a lot of kids back home take education seriously because they, that is their key to success sure and when you're educated back home culture-wise in the philippines you get you could get into fields that you want 
Mm-hmm. And here in the U.S., culture-wise, we have a lot of opportunities. This is a, the land of opportunity sure. to start off. Right. And being in the U.S. gives me an eye. And this is an eye-opener for me as well that you can la- land into many jobs accordingly. And you don't have to be you know, a cal- college graduate to land to a great opportunity. And I guess... Um, Going back to the fact that it's culture-wise, back home, it's more of us alleviating poverty through education. Here, we have a lot of things to choose from. You can go to sports and be good at it. You can go to education and be good at it. So I guess it's ambiguous as well. It depends mm-hmm. on the culture. Huh. It gotcha. all boils down to the culture. That's awesome. Thank you. We're going to get more into that, obviously, here in a little bit. Uh, but before we get any further, I do want to say, welcome to the Blocker Podcast. If you've never been, I mean, <laughs> this is your first time. Uh, what we do on the podcast is bring our guest. Today is Kim O'Clara. Kim's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's either borrowed, made up, or it's an embellished story. It's uh, it's part true, part false. And at the end of the episode, Miss Neb and I are going to try to guess which one is not it. Um, how, how, how's your record lately? I haven't even done the math. Um, well, when I when I was a guest last time, I bullhooked both of you. That's you did. You did. <laughs> yep. And then um You got me with the filthy meat stick. I think <laughs> I think we both got it wrong the last time I was co-host on Oh, Jay, yeah. No, I, we got it right and then Did we get it right? It, it was a weird episode. I'm not sure who won that one. <laughs> it was a little out there, my friend Kim, but uh it was a good time. It was great stories anyway. Just uh but as a whole, my record's not great. Yeah, me either. This is yeah. tough. So you said you'd listen to a few of these episodes, yeah. Kim, and you said you were kind of uh, not so great at guessing. Not, not so great in guessing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's tough. People. Uh, maybe my magic works on kids. Maybe like so. I can tell when kids are telling the truth. And right. Did you turn in stuff? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can tell, yeah. but it's it's hard. But I'll try. I mean, yeah. No, I, I love that. <laughs> you got to be the, the uh, lie detector for children. Yeah, yep, I, I, we, you, yep. The patience you must have, my friend, it yep. must be uh, mountains more than I have. You it's, know what I mean? I, still to this day, when my kid lies, he gets this weird little grin on his face <laughs> after the lie. Like really? this weird, like sad, pitiful, like, maybe she's not going to catch me. The, the and it's every time. And it's been since he was a toddler. But that, I think that's... But now he's an adult, so yeah, it doesn't matter. My mom still catches me all the time. She knows. She just she she knows. But does she just, smack you upside your head? Oh, See, she, I can't do that to my kid now she, that he's an adult. She calls me out. No, no, she kids I'm me. She'll, she'll, I never did. Yeah, and and it's true for teachers as well. We have ice behind our our head. Like if sure. our, our head is against the kids, like we can even determine as to the slightest noise. Who's that noise come from? Like yeah. it's it's true. Like a lot of my teachers back then in the Philippines would always tell us that, and I was like, mm, maybe. And then when I became a teacher, it's indeed correct. And like it's a, it's like magic. It's yeah. it, there's a different <laughs> type of like even I myself get gets um, surprised as to the like the magical powers that every teacher has and. I mean, oh, teachers are amazing. I mean, yeah, I, yes. I think they're saints. Yeah. So I couldn't take on a classroom of children. Oh, my gosh. I, I call a group of children a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a fantastic joke, Jennifer. I, I know. I, I go down all of it. Like a group of geese is a gaggle and a murder of crows, and then a, a group of children, a migraine. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Did you come up with that, or is that, did you get No, I came up with that. Oh, <laughs> ah, girl. Well, that's what I'd keep. So, all right. You ready to tell some stories, Kim? Yep. 
All right. Jen, you want to read them off? You betcha. In your incredibly beautiful writing? Yes, I know it. We have three stories here. The first one is called Way to Go. And the second one is one, uh, no, numbers yep. 17802. Mm-hmm. Is that, that 17802? Yep, 17802. Okay. Oh, okay. 17802. Okay. I was reading it like a zip code. <laughs> and then uh, the third one is two birthday celebrations a year. That's right, man. That's like uh, two Christmases for divorced people. But oh, <laughs> yes. With divorced pet children. With, I'm, ooh, ooh, <laughs> I always got two Christmases. <laughs> All right, Jen. Why don't you pick one out for us? Alrighty. Well, I'm. We've never had one before that was just numbers. So okay. I want to hear seventeen thousand eight hundred two. Seventeen thousand eight hundred two. Yep. First things first. Like I told Larry about this. I have five stories to tell, but I I have to narrow it down to just three. Right. And what set the part sets apart this story is a special thing that happened in my life. Like seventeen thousand eight hundred two is my auditioning number. On the Philippine edition of The Voice. Oh, really? So I did the edition on the Philippine edition of The Voice. And my number, I can still remember it. And I have to have it on a story. It's 17,802. So karaoke is a big thing in the Philippines. So every single household in the Philippines owns a karaoke. It's just normal for a singer or for any, any guy, woman, kid, whatever age you are. To sing at the karaoke and we built Whitney Houston we do a lot of high-class singers as well we we have a lot of great singers in the Philippines it's as if when we're born we're actually singing already even if we're, we're inside our parents um, our mom's womb like well, and kara- literally we're, we're, we're singing karaoke is huge all over the Eastern Asian, am yep. I saying that mm-hmm. right? Yep. Area karaoke is actually patented is, from a there, Filipino. Are there bad really? singers? Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Are there bad singers over there? Bad singers. Catch a bad. I'm a terrible singer, but I love karaoke. I mean, singing is something that you can practice over time. Maybe they would start bad, but eventually they will become <laughs> great. They can find their tune. Like you have a lot of genres to choose from, and what's good about having karaoke every day? Like literally, we have it every day. You can practice a whole lot of songs. You're gonna improve, and then you can probably improve and probably have some voice onto your. You're, you're singing and find your genre. So you were on the Philippines, The Voice. Yeah. Okay. And 17,000, that, that many entrants. Yes. And, and I'm not, I'm in the middle of it. Not even in the middle. Oh, my goodness. Of the line. Whoa, whoa. So there's a number one, number two, number three. Yes. So there's 17,000. Yep. Oh, my and God. And he says he's in the middle. So there's potentially yes. 30, yep. 20, 25 to 30,000 people there. And it's just one area or one area of that specific audition. So we have multiple islands in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. We have 17,641 islands. There wow. have been probably what? 55 audition centers. These are big cities in the Philippines. So 17,802 is not even the largest. I mean, in a way, to add my number as well, it's not even the largest like number wow. of auditionees in that specific okay. venue. I have questions, so go ahead. We have questions, but yes. tell, tell the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to yeah. know if he's going to sing for us. He will at the end of the podcast. All right. Song, yeah. yep. I'll try, I'll try. <laughs> so what okay. happened? Uh, sorry, how did um, continue? So me and my friends are a group of singers as well. We're, you know, we're, we sing with... Probably a lot of songs, pop, R&B, 
with liquid courage as well <laughs> we sing a whole lot <laughs> maybe we can hit those high notes with um with li uh, liquid courage and one of my friends are actually part of um the cast to audition like the, he is part of one of those who um, cast members to audition on that specific audition of the voice and then that that guy that my friend is like he told me hey kim why not try to audition at the voice we have certain um, slots available on your end but you have to make sure to line up because our slots are not um like it's we have like every cast member has specific number of slots available to choose from and then i was able to um i was able to be added on that specific number of slots and then one time this friend of mine it's actually after when was that i guess it's after a semester when we had our long test and then asked me to audition in Manila, which is the capital of the Philippines. Right. And since it's the capital of the Philippines, we have a lot of auditionees. I guess, if I'm not mistaken, it, it's 45,000 45, who auditioned on that specific time. And you have to line up from 6 a.m. You'll be casted on your audition piece the following day. Like, you have to line up more than 24 hours. Oh, wow. and just stand in line. Yeah. And, and and stand in line like there are a lot of like standing sitting down standing sitting down because you have to be on different casting calls as well gotcha each level is like you've been cut off each and every time and since i, I don't know if i need to share this but since one of the cast is my friend like i was able to at least breeze through it got yeah. you as well it's <laughs> so not, it's not yeah. what you know it's who you know baby. <laughs> that's right <laughs> Yep, and I was able to audition, and I was able to be on top eighty. Wow! Of, I mean, of put, that, put that in perspective: top eighty of forty-five thousand people—that's that's, amazing. That's yeah. a blue ribbon, a real blue ribbon. Yeah. Not like mm -hmm. they give everybody here one. And again, like what I said, that forty-five thousand is not even the most number of auditionees. That's Manila, the capital. That's even the capital. But we have um, an area in the Philippines called Cebu these uh this this specific province produces a lot of great singles like a lot right. and every family maybe has an addition on that specific um casting call interesting yeah. now, is this on a different island it's a different island mm -hmm. okay and they have to fly out to manila to audition as well so in a way you have to have different levels and then look test and stuff so you have to be good in cam like look to look good in camera that's when i realized oh you have to be full package as well in order to join these types of types of ventures sure they want the triple threat <laughs> singers <laughs> actors yeah singers yeah people and, who can move yeah it's also entwined with star hunt we have some some television group or company back home has star hunt and the voice gathered up together so not only are we auditioning for singers we're also auditioning for singers and actors oh, wow as well so gotcha. they can go into different ventures we can act we can sing and it's as, it's as if it's we're we're battling through theater artists as well and just a regular college guy yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know i was just in a way, forced by my friend to join <laughs> because he has tickets for the, that casting call. So I was yeah. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
That's amazing. I think that's really cool. <laughs> is there is there any video of this we can look online? Is there did they, did anything ever come out like? Uh, um, we have to have a, a disclosure agreement. Okay. As well to make sure that it it's not on video and stuff. Oh really? So yeah. you can't? Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought they, they, like you. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of the American Idol or any of that. I've never really been into it, but. Uh, America's Got Talent a little bit. That's a great show, but mm-hmm. but they always have videos of the you yeah. know the auditions. You on, they only show it once. It's on national TV already. The the process of how you audition from the province up until different levels of auditions till you go to the nationals. Right, that's amazing. Amazing because yeah. I bet I mean it could probably be because we have a whole lot of auditionees and probably like thousands of people like hundreds of thousands of people auditioned on that like tapes would run out i guess maybe yeah it's also cost effective to do that i guess (laughs) i mean that's that's gotta be so incredible because i mean you gotta gotta listen to everybody because you never know there's a diamond Mm -hmm. in the rough somewhere Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's Mm -hmm. that's gotta be and uh, imagine being one of those judges who has to listen to the private is it the same song i don't even know man It's, it's actually not the judge like the voice like you have main judges it's not actually the judges who judge you during casting call it's actually members of the the producers right and some voice companies as well do judge i'm just saying 45,000 songs is a lot to listen yeah. to that's a, that's a ton that's... i know could you imagine being on the other side of that and having to listen to the good the bad and the yeah. ugly all the way through exactly that's why we have to have a one liner in a way we have just have to sing one line of a song and you have to make sure that the one line Gets you through it, yeah. But, and you get to choose the song. You get to choose. Okay. The song. What was your song, Coy or Kim? Um, it's a journey song, just the one that I usually sing during the. Don't career. stop believing. Yeah, don't stop yeah, believing. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fantastic <laughs> those are, song. Those are some high notes. I could, I can't hit those notes. <laughs> well, on a good day I could. But nice. <laughs> I believe they're lead singers from the Philippines. Yes, he yep. is. Yes. Yep, What's his name? Um, Ar- Arnel Pineda. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, Which is a good story as well because yeah. he came from rags to riches like he was actually an auditionee for many different um singing competitions back home as well we uh, singers internationally and locally known singers start or usually start on auditioning on the voice um philippines and any national singing competition we usually start with that and he if i'm not mistaken he was actually a part of a singing competition that was on youtube that's and, exactly what happened. Yep, yes. the band actually got him, and it's a whirlwind as well on his on his side. But he he was still very humble. He always looked back to his beginnings. He always reached back to the Philippines, help our countrymen as well in times of calamities. Yeah, and yeah, he's a great person. Well, and Journey's a great band. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you, you've heard him sing though, yes, Jen. He sounds just like Perry. Yeah, it's, oh it's, yeah, it's insane how yeah. how you yeah. can't tell if you had them both singing, you wouldn't tell. Yep. Who's who, man? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that's that's got to just eat Steve Perry's ass. Yep. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, in a just, way, like voice, if, if a voice has a doppelganger, that's his doppelganger yeah, in terms yeah. of voice. I mean, you get a little cocky. You're like, you can't replace me. Like, actually, on YouTube, we can yes. replace you. Yeah. You know, that's crazy. And back then, like, Ar- Arnel Pineda was a well-known. Like, it's not, well, like, in a way... His video got well known, and probably through uh, YouTube algorithms, mm-hmm. the, the band members get to like look on on it. Him 
being fly out to the United States edition. And right. I think he got it on his first try too. So you know, wow. It, I think it's crazy. And here's what I think is amazing about it is there are so many talented people out there that will never be discovered, will never be, no, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It's nuts, right? Comedians are notorious. I've seen so many comedians that have come through, uh, Kim, that I'm like, why aren't you famous? You see, on I've seen a few videos. You've never of, asked me that. I know. <laughs> 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 um, there was this kid. It was a Foo Fighters uh, concert, and this this kid must have been God six, seven. He was a little guy, and they pull up off stage. He's like, "You play the guitar?" And he's like, "Yeah, I play the guitar." You know, and and so uh, the leader of uh, the Foo Fighters, uh, Dave Grohl, is like, "Well." Play us a song. Let's let's hear a song. And the kid goes, you want to play some Metallica? And he's like, do we know Metallica? And he starts playing Enter Sandman, this kid. On this, and this guitar's huge in his hands. And, nice. And then everybody's like, oh, my shit. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome to watch this kid. And then Dave Grohl's all, that guitar's yours now, but Go. <laughs> nice. It was cool. But he's shredding on a guitar at and six years old. Yeah. The internet shows us all the time. These young kids, they just pull off like drums and uh, mm-hmm. amazing they're musical savants. Yeah. That's man. exactly that's a great place. Yeah. So, what do you think about that story, Jen? Well, I just found that super fascinating. I yeah. was entertained from the beginning to the end, I, I and would... I also think that it, that's all completely valid and believable. So, yeah. yeah. I, I know the man could sing. I've heard him do it. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sweet talk him and do it a little later. But. Um, that is, it's tougher now that we don't know if it's a borrowed story or what. You know what I mean? But uh, I like the uh, title, seventeen thousand eight hundred two. That's a that's a very. If it's, it's very intriguing. Yes, is what it is. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yep. So all right, that was seventeen thousand eight hundred two. Next, yep. we have either way to go or two birthday celebrations a year. You know what? I know there's always one I want to hear more, so we save it to the last. So let's do way to go right now. Okay. So way to go. I spelled way to go as W E I. Like, G-H-W-H. wait, yes. Yes. Okay. So, like, two years ago, I was able to um, have a self-realization as well that, again, <clears throat> it's subjective. It's dependent on people. Mm-hmm. But I have to make sure to take care of my health. That's the first thing that I have to right. um, consider. Um, sadly, my, my mom passed away through diabetes. I'm sorry so, to hear that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think... I was made aware of the fact that I need to also take care of my my health, my yeah. my my body, and I'm still at a young age, and I don't want to have um, something that would make me go sick right away. And I, I still I am a very passionate person. I love my craft, mm-hmm. and I want to enjoy this passion passionate my passion on my craft further along the way. Share it to people. Share it with multiple. Um, multiple students since I'm teaching and one time it's actually in Las Vegas one event I went into with my friends and Vegas is good for like buffet and like, yeah. everything nice <laughs> that you could think of Vegas yeah. is yep. lots of fun yep. yeah. lots of fun anything that you could think of and I ate like a lot like I ate and then I was able to Talk to my friends. They're actually nurses in Las Vegas as well. And they told me, Hey Kim, um, have you checked your blood sugar level? Have you checked any anything regard with regards to your health? And I have a phobia on hospitals. Like I cannot. Mm-hmm. Like not necessarily I don't know if it's a diagnosed one, but I do like I have 
anxiety when I go to the hospital. So mm-hmm. I try my best not to go there many times, even if it's obvious. I'm a science teacher, so I should know it already. But I'm just, you know, I don't want to deal with it in a way. I so sure. That's mm-hmm. very common, I believe, yeah. Yeah. with a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So I was able to talk to them, converse to them. I have warning signs already of um, diabetes in a way, sleepy mm-hmm wants to have water every single time yeah. and it's obvious for east asians to have like darkened necks neck areas as well mm-hmm. it's a telltale sign of diabetes and oh. i do have one interesting yeah <laughs> i never heard that mm-hmm. so um i'm not sure of the medical term about it but if your neck area goes like it darkens it actually has your epidermis like produce a lot of skin cells that makes it very dark. It probably just brings your melanin closer to the surface right in that area. Mm-hmm. And in a way, um, that's one warning sign for East Asians that, hey, your blood sugar level is on top. Yeah. yeah. So I was like shook by the fact that I do have warning signs. I was able to just deny it for many years. Like I'm a heavy eater. Um one time I won this eating contest as well, a hot dog eating contest at school. <laughs> because I'm, I'm a heavy eater. Like, I eat a lot. At school, were you like, teaching <laughs> or when you were growing up at school? Um, here that I, I'm here. teaching at the, at the moment. So I was like, oh, okay. So so back to the story. I was able to um, talk to them sit, in a way they, to seek professional help from them. And it's just a 360 shift that I need to like I don't know like maybe it also added the fact that when we had our medical like weigh in and stuff at school there's a program at school we're in we have to weigh in and then it's a health um, program at the school we're in we have to, to consider our health and also our weight and our height BMI in a way and they have to weigh in in front of each other students there no it's with the school nurse and yeah. he, she okay. has to like jot it down and then compare your BMI and whatnot yeah. and it also adds up the fact that my BMI is a BMI of a 45 year old man oh yeah which is in b- back then it was hmm 17 18 year senior my age so let's, let's just stop and say 45 is not old by the way oh, yeah okay. 45, 45 is not, is not old. old okay mm-hmm. it's, it's it's old in terms of my real body yeah. age yeah, yeah sure yeah my body age is my body age back then two years ago was already at 45 yeah and i'm 20 28 years old yeah. so i was like oh is it is it a sign already my friends told me about it this um, health app already told me about it and then I was like okay I think we have to shift something sure. and it's hard like you have to be consistent you have to be in control of yourself there are times wherein I struggle I cried like literally cried because food is my avenue it, yes. is it your addiction it's certainly my I love it it's yeah. mine and I love cooking like I can cook whatever Filipino food American food I immerse myself into cooking because I love making people happy and I know for a fact that when people love your food it gets to be appreciated a cook like me will get to be happier as well and I, I cook and that's also one reason probably that I gained so much weight because I, I love to cook like I don't do um I do don't do dinner out frequently. If mm-hmm. I can cook it, 
I can cook it, and I can cook it in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I could have cooked for just for me or for myself, but I always cook for six people. Good for six people, and I invite my friends to. That's to how eat. I cook too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bulk cooking. Yeah. So, I was able to weigh in, and that's a challenge as well. So I've read multiple articles about it, that in order for you to be on your goal, one specific strategy is to post it online. So I started a challenge. I was able to post my picture back when I was starting day one. So I, mm -hmm. I have to target a year-long journey. So daily, I was able, not daily, but make sure to post every milestone every single time. Yes. I trained twice a day. A year ago, I was on a military diet. It was a strict 17,000 calorie diet. Wow. So 17,000 looks like you this. Mean, you mean 1,700? Yep, seventeen. Yep, seventeen hundred. Okay. Oh, sorry, one thousand seven hundred calories. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's like that's like going to the state at the buffet, bro. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so it's seventeen out oh, wow. seventeen hundred calories. So it looks like one one um, loaf bread, half a banana, not even a whole banana, green tea, and then half um, half a slice of apple or any citrus so right. that's what i ate daily every day. every day and from bulk eating i ate a lot filipinos eat rice a lot 20 like three times a day 24 like i mean it's a staple it's you're, a staple you're just yeah. packing on car or that's yeah car. Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't usually walk i'm a sedentary lifestyle to mm -hmm. to um summarize it all so i have to make sure to train in early mornings, I walk, and in the evenings, I walk and do weights. So that's a total of six hours a day. You're working out six hours a day. A day, every single day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And yeah. I even have to have all my clothes in the school already, and then I have to shower there, teach. After teaching, I just you know sit out for thirty minutes, go back to the gym till midnight. Oh, and you just work out at the school, huh? Yeah, and it's, nice. it's also efficient because the school has that system for teachers as well. And I just maxed out that opportunity. Yeah. So I changed my life 360, and I was able to lose the most that I lost would probably be on that year-long journey is about 110 That's amazing. Pounds. I, okay, this is personal, but may I ask how tall you are? I'm 5'6". Okay, 5'6", you lost how much? 110. That's amazing. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I mean that that's a, another person. Yeah. I'm, and and uh, what what was your were you a, a two uh, 300? 240 plus. 240 yeah. was your mm -hmm. one of your higher yep. ends. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's 115 incredible. for me. I'm 6'2" would be very noticeable. Yes. I, 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 Adam, he's yeah. co-host also. I remember when Adam lost 120 pounds. Yeah. He looked like a different human being, mm -hmm. and he's six mm -hmm. four. Yeah. And Adam's a big dude. He's just a massive. He's mm -hmm. he's. If Adam was there, hit the weight room like you did, he'd be unbelievable. And you know he I mean? did for a yeah. while. He did for a while. Well, he's you knew this. me when I was huge. Yeah. Oh, I say I'm half the man I used to be, because I I lost 160, oh, wow. but I had to have weight loss surgery. Mm -hmm. I don't have the kind of commitment to go work out six hours I, a I, day. I've been following you since we become friends on Facebook. <laughs> And I, I, dude, I, it's it's one of those things where you just mm -hmm. I see your post and I'm like, look at this dude go. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. And it's also a way for me to inspire people to do it too. Yeah. Because 
you know, you you don't have to be at the gym for six hours. You don't have to eat right. 1,700 calories a day. Right. It's how you put into and your effort that you put into something that would transpire into something good. I mean, it could be 7,500 steps a day or 20,000 steps a day or 30,000 steps right. a day. But if you put in the goal to love yourself first. You bet. And in a way, in loving yourself, you also love the people around you so that they could get to enjoy you further along the road. And whatever you progress along the road as well, they could get to enjoy it as well. Yeah. I love that. I do too. Oh, and I was going to ask, so what's your body mass index now? Um, I haven't checked yet. You haven't checked yet? Yeah, I yet? haven't checked yet. But, and you, or do you, have you, do you feel better? You have to feel better. Yeah, I, I feel you, better. I like, mean, yeah, stalking your profile, I did mm-hmm. notice that you look very nice. Nice <laughs> and muscly. <laughs> from, muscly. from, I have, I, I, I share this story with my friends every single time. When I was probably 13 or 14, I did not even tried to wear teens. Like my body size has that great already at teens that I have to wear adults. I never tried teens. Teen pants size. Okay, I see. Like teen size shirts. I never got the chance to do, like to to wear it. Right. Gotcha. And then at 14, 13, I was wearing my dad's pants size already. So when we we go to shopping, it's always I and my dad goes to shopping and then, you know, I wear adult size pants already. Right. And then I got to about, my waistline was about 46 inches. And then I cut it till 33. Wow. That's so amazing, dude. Mm -hmm. And that's the, the most amazing thing. Like, one of the goals as well is to maybe I could try to wear some of the things that I haven't worn when I was in teens, and I did, and that was a long time ago, a dream a long time ago, and I have I have it fulfilled. And I guess seeing you change in how you perceive things as well, because in a way, when you go to gym, wee hours of the morning, wee hours of night. You get to also consolidate all your thoughts. You could get to ponder. Mm-hmm. You can get to think about life. It's go going beyond what your goal weight is. It's going knowing yourself better. You hear your breath. You hear your soul in a way. And in that case, I was I was able not to just change my weight goal. I was able to change my life. Amazing. I love that. That is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, Kim. Uh, we have a comedy background, Adam and I and, and Jen, and people come on the podcast and they want to tell me funny stories over and over. And I, and I love the funny stories. Mm-hmm. I love when people tell me funny stories. But Kim, I love these kind of stories even Thank more. You. I Thank know you. I really do. I'm a sucker yeah. for serious stories <laughs> and uh, stories where you win, man. And, mm-hmm. and you, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I've I've just I've been just amazed at the transformation I've seen mm-hmm. you go through. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's I I, I got to do it too. My part, I get too busy doing all mm-hmm. my other stuff and. And I, I like the fact you said you got to love yourself first. So that's, mm-hmm. something, that's a lesson I got to learn. Yeah. So and I'm getting up there in years, 48. It's, it, and it's hard to commit to yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. You know, we all have our internal weird yeah. stuff that makes it difficult. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's hard. And, yeah. It, and it doesn't only revolve around, you know, weight, weight loss. It goes beyond that. You have to love yourself. You have to love your craft. And that's also a testament that everyone can see that when you put effort to it, effort on the things that you love you'll get the good karma 
right. as well. You could get yeah. whole, the whole results onto it. And maybe that specific thing that you did would also inspire one person. And if that's your ticket to heaven, then... Yeah. You that's bet. awesome. You bet. That's amazing. I love it. Have you ever tried to inspire a student like this? To inspire a student, well, on a teacher side, I inspire my students based on my story. Like, I was, I was their age too. I was having the same, you know, behaviors as a sixth grader. And I was able to, in fact, I haven't shared this to my kids, my, my students here in the, the U.S., but I've shared this in my, with my students in the Philippines. I could not read at first grade, like at all. Like as hard as my sisters and my mom and even my dad would tutor me every single day, I could not read. <laughs> and this is a story that I always share my friends and my students back home in the Philippines because a lot of students in the Philippines could relate into it. And then one teacher touched my life real differently that she was able to tap me onto a competition. It's a writing competition. I have, well, back then I, I got a good penmanship <laughs> yeah. and I have to join that specific competition. And then even if I cannot read by that time, I can copy notes. I can, I can just, yeah. I just could, I could copy notes from the book. I don't know how to read it, but I, I could copy notes. And then I was able to copy down notes and she saw that I have a good handwriting and it was a handwriting contest as well. I got to win it. Wow. And without me knowing what's first place, what's second place, or what's, what, yeah. what, does, what does this mean? And I was like, Hmm. I got inspired by that specific fact that even if I don't know anything like at all, I can even write number one. Yeah. And she was able to see a diamond in the rough, maybe if I could, I could see it, I could sure. say it that way. Like she was able to inspire me on a different level to love learning. That's why I was able to choose teaching as a career. Right. Because I don't know what what would happen in the future, but. If maybe just maybe that one kid would be inspired by this story or inspired by the way how I teach, then they could get to do what they want as well, no matter right. field that would be. You bet. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised, Kim, how many people you you affect and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. You affect people every day. Everybody does. Yeah. And yep. sometimes it's a, it's mm-hmm. negative negatively. Yeah. Sometimes it's positively. Mm-hmm. But there's been people that have inspired me that don't know. Yeah. You know, and it's been. I'd like to tell them someday. You know yeah. what I mean? I it's, f- it's also, there's a theory called string theory that everyone is attached. Like f- the universe have created everyone yeah. and yeah. there's a string that attached every one of us. And maybe that string connected us three as well to, you know, inspire, inspire people to share what our lives is. Right. Or what our lives would be. And right. Well, positivity is to me infectious and it's something yes. that we need right now mm-hmm. all over the world. Yes. Right. You know, from the moment so, you wake up. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's a fight because negativity is also very Mi- contagious. Yes, misery loves yes. company is one of mm-hmm. our greatest yeah. cliches yes, I do agree. over here. And yep. it's, uh, yeah, I it's, agree. it's twice as infectious, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think, as mm-hmm. positivity. But that also falls along with loving yourself. Yes. You can't be even near positive if you mm-hmm. don't. So it's just a negative spiral. Are you uh, close to your goal? Have you hit your goal? I hit my goal a year ago. <clears throat> and a year ago, actually, it was my birthday a year ago. And I, I got to have it timed into my birthday as well. So I was able to, That's to, really cool. to have my goal on my, spe- my birthday itself. And um, yeah, I did attain my goal. And my goal right now is to continue... You know, continue loving myself 
Yeah. And loving yourself would come in many sizes and forms right. as well. And I love myself the way I am already because I was able to eat properly. I was able to eat what I love. And I have to make sure to um, do that as well with putting up effort as well not to abuse myself. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's a lot easier to maintain than it is and now to it's, drop it. Yeah, huh? it's, it's now became a therapy to me as well. Like sure. my happy place. If you, yes. you ask me the the most beautiful places that I've been to the U.S., that gym would be the most beautiful place. Oh, I been. love it. Well, you did say it's a place where you collect your thoughts mm-hmm. and, and do yeah. all your rec- yeah. reminiscing. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. It's yeah. a form of meditation. Because those iron plates changed my life. However r- r- rusty these iron plates would be, like, these changed my life. And you're talking the of the iron plates on the weight yeah. machines? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's... They have seen a lot of stories, and I want my story to be part of that gym as well. You bet. Etched right into those iron plates, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. This is going to be a very quotable episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? What did you think about that one, Jen? I just think that was so... Uh, I'm already affected by you. Oh, so, you. yeah, I think that was just incredible. Uh, incredible story to celebrate. Incredibly inspiring for mm-hmm. anybody who needs to change their lifestyle or mm-hmm. wants to change their lifestyle. They just have to find that drive within themselves and you just prove that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, for two stories and I am uh, pretty lost on which one. Uh, I, you, I, you, I just yeah. want to end up with that story. If I did, you could as well. Whatever <clears throat> passion you want to put into or whatever activity you want to invest yourself into, just put your effort onto it. Manifest. That's the, the, the best word probably. Manifest that you will be able to do it. No matter how long that is, it's not, it's it's not a time constraint thing. You have to target at your own pace and just manifest that you will be able to achieve it. And if I did it, then so could everyone who is listening to this podcast. That's awesome! Amazing. I know I'm also torn. I am torn. Those did so far so good. You're doing really well, Kim. So, um, and I love that story. I. I really do. That's it was so uh, inspiring. It's very, very inspiring. We should you get know? up at, next time it's not freezing cold or raining outside and go walk. <laughs> Let's not talk crazy shit. Okay. <laughs> a walking pod- podcast yeah, yeah, is just a good one. Because <laughs> that's what everybody wants to listen to is all. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, we could do a walking podcast while we have walking tacos. Oh, shit. Now we we're talking. We have those 360 Insta cameras that that's, follow us. Uh, that, that's yeah. also a good one. It'll be fine. So. <laughs> all right. We got one left. We have two birthday celebrations a year. Mm-hmm. So today's a special day as well. This is my birthday. Today is? Yep. Today is today my birthday. Is your birthday. Yep. Happy that's why, birthday. That's why I chose this day to be the podcast day to, as well because this is my birthday. That is so neat. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate two birthdays a year. Um, I was born the 7th of um, 19, the seventh of February. And there's a funny story wherein my dad, he was so excited that he forgot to register my name. Like, <laughs> I have three sisters that went before ahead of me, and she, he wanted to have a boy as a kid. And back then in the 90s, there like, ultrasound isn't a thing yet, so you don't know till it comes out. And he was so excited, he got, like, probably, like, had attend gin parties with his friends because he had a boy already. Machismo oh, sure. is such a great thing in the Philippines. So if you have a boy, kid, 
it's a great thing like great great thing it 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 runs from the culture of machismo back home as well if you have a, a boy kid it's you know it you're macho you're you're somebody you're, to carry you're, on your name your, your your genes and, and stuff like that so he forgot to register my birth date to be the seventh and he Four. registered it the following day so I, every single year i i celebrate two Birthdays, the seventh and, and the eighth. eighth. Technically, I'm celebrating four birthdays because of the time zones. Yeah. Fil- Philippines right now is. A, now you're just getting eight. greedy. That's all. That's, 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 that's. So now you're saying the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, and the ninth. In a way, sixth and seventh back in the Philippines, and sixth and seventh in the U.S. time zone. So we are Philippines is 14 hours ahead. So in a way, okay. I celebrated my real birthday a couple of hours ago in my. You know, birth date on my paper birthday a couple of hours ago as well. So I was like, it's it's a good thing. It's it's uncommon, but and I've got to go back to your culture. How are birthdays celebrated in the Philippines? Oh, earlier we were talking about Jollibee. So Jollibee for oh, for those sure. yep for those who don't know what Jollibee is. So Jollibee is a a good restaurant back home. It's actually a religion. If, fried if I can, chicken, you yeah, guys. Fried chicken. What's it's, it? What's it called? It's Jolly, Jolly Bee. Jolly so it's bee. a giant bee that is jolly. Like a like a honey bee. Like a honey bee, but okay. with different stripes. It's um, it has red and yellow stripes. So, mm-hmm. I I shared it to um, Jenny earlier, yep. and I was able to like tell her in Chinese Filipino culture, red and yellow signifies good fortune, okay. and red and yellow signifies. Um, I think it triggers. It has a trick on you, the mind to love the food better. So most restaurants, if if you go Southeast or East Asian or any Asian cuisine, all the restaurants have yellow or red paint. So going back, Jollibee is a famous restaurant in the Philippines. It's our McDonald's back home. It rivals mm. McDonald's back home. It has multiple branches here in the United States as well. And every island in the Philippines has a Jollibee. So they're famous for their crispy-licious and juicy-licious chicken joy. And (laughs) if you haven't tasted that, you can drive 14 hours away from here and it's all worth it. And San Antonio is the closest Jollibee store in Brush. And a lot of Filipinos, even in Denver, would go and drive for 14 hours just to have Jollibee. And really? it's like like what I said, it's it's a religion. You have to celebrate your birthday in Jollibee. Oh, okay. And Jollibee is is something or a place wherein people are very happy. It's the happiest if, if Disneyland is the happiest place, it Here? would also <laughs> it would also equate to Jollibee being the happiest place. <laughs> like if I travel around the US, I always make sure to go to a Jollibee food store and eat Chicken Joy. <laughs> it's called Chicken Joy. <laughs> because it brings you joy when it, 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 it any good fried yeah. chicken would bring me joy. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, down. Like as soon as you bite that that first bite, you would smile. It's it's infectious as well to see people around and to have that certain culture wherein food makes you very happy. It's Jollibee. And to celebrate birthdays, you have to have a Jollibee birthday party. The family goes to Jollibee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no matter like how old you are, you you need to go to Jollibee, celebrate your birthday. They can even like lock up a certain portion of that store for you to throw up your throw your throw your birthday 
party celebration and stuff like that. So amazing. So San Antonio, Texas, you guys, Jollibee, mm-hmm. chicken. Would you say burgers, spaghetti? Yep, burger, spaghetti, and and we also pair it up with rice, chicken and rice. Mm. So Jen and I are about the same age, old enough to remember when McDonald's was like that. Remember when you were younger and you have birthday parties at McDonald's? I remember having them at Shakey's Pizza Place. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Um, I don't know if I ever got to have one at McDonald's. Uh, 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 friends of mine would have, they bring a cake in and they got their little toy. And, yeah, it was... Inter- I was a little spoiled, though. We had a pool in our backyard. Uh, yeah, they, well. they even have the cheesiest. <laughs> we had big pool parties. <laughs> they even have the cheesiest commercials that you can think of. Really? Like like many commercials it's not just selling the food itself they're selling a story embedded with the food is it all those characters you showed me like interacting cartoon it, style like on they the have cartoon styles to advertise their commercials but there is like a story there is there are a lot of filipino cultures embedded on their commercials as well loving loving your elders loving your family yeah. loving those who are not already with us it's all like it's cheesy and relatable stories and it ended up them eating the juiciest and crispiest chicken <laughs> in the Philippines. He is so selling it to us right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go to San Antonio. I bet it's nicer there too. Yeah, it's, it's called what bees now? Jollibee. Hey Jollibee, how about send us a little dough? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jollibee. My, yeah. my man here is working hard yeah. for you. Send us some <laughs> chicken. It's good. <laughs> what do you think about that one, Jen? Well, I think that's fun, and I think that's fun that we uh, were talking about it yep. upstairs mm-hmm. before we started recording. It was the first thing I brought up to him. I'm like, so my roommate's been to the Philippines and said, yep. what about, I, what did I say, jelly bean? Jelly or, bean. Yeah, I, was saying, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's close. I was like, some chicken yep. place, jelly bean. Or. Yep. Jolly bean runs on every Filipino's blood. Like, it runs. Our blood, red blood cells are all jolly bean. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend, Erin, I thought, dated girl. I thought she was from the Philippines. Were Pizza Hut's big back there with buffets? Pizza, yes, we have Pizza Hut. Per, P- Pizza Hut, yep. And we love. So maybe some of you guys won't would agree, but pizza belongs to. <laughs> I mean, pe- pineapple belongs to pizza. Oh, when, when when you're on East Asian countries, you're like a pineapple on. Yep, pizza? I'm pineapple on. I'm pizza. a pineapple on pizza. Are well, you a pineapple on pizza? No, I'll, I'll, I'll get down some pineapple on pizza. But I, I always get this survey from the kids every single time. Mr. Clara, is pine, does pineapple belong to pizza? And I said yes. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I, but she had came down and got excited because at the time, Brush's Pizza Hut was still open. And she told him, we, we got to go. We got to go. And he's like, oh, my God. Like, seriously? Because here it's not huge. You know, you, if you're drunk hut. enough, you'll eat that shit. But mm-hmm. it's not, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's fun. Yeah, and I like to learn stuff on this podcast, too. I, I think it's cool, you know. Uh, last week we had a, a, a the uh, guest was from South Africa. Wow. So it was cool to listen to some of the, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love this. I really do love this. So yeah. what do you think, Jenny? you have one in mind? Um. It's tough. Uh, it is so tough. Because it would be the smallest thing you change. We don't know yet. So I think I might have a small I think I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to go just with my gut. Yeah, don't, don't guess yet. But we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. So, so um, all right. Well, uh, when we guess, we paper rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go first. Okay. How, how do you rock, paper, scissors, Kim? Um, so in Tagalog, we call it bato, bato, pick. Bato, bato, pick. pick yep. So what's it? What's up? So it's it's same bateau, bateau pick. Well, that, but, that works too. But, but I don't understand because you got two bateaus, man. So, what <laughs> we... so it's also rock paper scissors. Okay. So it's you. 
you have vapor mm-hmm. like bateau but, bateau yep. something's mm-hmm. gonna bateau, hit something yeah oh so she, he's the three pumper okay okay yeah. so some people do the rock paper scissors shoot yeah we don't do that here okay mm-hmm. so we're doing three ready yep jeff's been kicking my butt at one point in time i owned you on this and lately you've been just <laughs> murdering i know me. it <laughs> bateau bateau pick yeah pick, pick. Mm-hmm. we're gonna do it ready yep bateau, 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 bateau pick, pick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's also called rochambeau you, you've heard that? That's, Not, mm-hmm. that's kind of a Creole thing. I didn't know that. You didn't know Ranch? Yeah, it's Rochambeau. That's rock, paper, scissors. You've heard Rochambeau. I have. Yeah, that's uh, uh, our guest, uh, Rudolph Randolph uh, Torres, the, the tattoo artist. It's from a place where they call it Rochambeau. So mm-hmm. so we said we'll call it your, your bastard Rochambeau today. Interesting. What's it again? Well, a pick. Bato, bato, pick. Bato, bato, pick. Hey, folky, we're bato, bato, picking now, bro. Okay. That's right. We've upped the game here. All right. So, Jen, we have three great stories. We have Way to Go, 17,802, and two birthday celebrations a year. What are you thinking? Okay, so I think they're all believable. I think think that if you do have a flaw in one of your stories, I think they're all your stories. I don't think anything's borrowed, and I think you just maybe exaggerated or something. So, by your physical transformation, I can't say way to go. (laughs) By the inspiring story about the voice, I can't. So I'm going to go with two birthday celebrations a year. What do you think? You think it just sits a little off? No, I just think... That the other two are more believable to me in my own head. And, I mean, literally, if, <laughs> you, right. you know, we can't deny that the way to go has happened. Right. So you're going to go with two birthday celebrations a I'm year. I'm going to go with two birthday celebrations a year. You are episode, uh, Kim, 155, mm-hmm. correct? That's what I said. Um, and I'll tell you what I've noticed in 154 episodes. You can tell when someone speaks with passion about their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell when people are very proud of stories. And I think The Way to Go is a very passionate story in your life. And I think the 17,802 is also very passionate. It's something very proud of, as you should be. To yeah. finish top 80 of 40-something, 5,000 people. <laughs> to put that in perspective, you start in Fort Morgan, and it's all of northeastern Colorado. is about 45,000 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. everybody in these towns were singing, and you finish top 80, you know? And you come out with... Uh, people, as many people shopping in Walmart at any one time. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. I'm picking two birthday celebrations a year also. For the reason, it was a very short story. I think there's something just a little off there that's a little embellished, I believe. Okay. All right, but don't flip that over yet because what? <clears throat> before we uh, do the little call, uh, I do want to say thank you to the Brush Emporium. Thank you for giving us a spot to have a podcast studio. Thank you. They've been very generous with this area yeah. down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the owners are amazing. If you've not been to the Brush Emporium, what are you waiting for, man? Come on down. If you want a unique gift, don't go to Amazon. Don't go online. Come down to the Brush Emporium. They have a bunch of people here, yeah. a bunch of vendors in town who have homemade gifts. Exactly. They put love and heart into mm-hmm. these stuff. That doesn't mm-hmm. sound too cheesy, but they really do, man. You have a homemade gift that someone put their time and effort into. Also, if you get hungry, uh, you were getting down some ice cream as, yep. as Mr. <laughs> Mr. Workout. I didn't even know they had ice cream. <laughs> He's a birthday but boy I have, today. I ordered a pizza, so Did pizza's going to catch me on my way out the door. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. They have uh, frozen yogurt. They have ice cream, pizza, pasta, uh, wings. They have the pretzel sticks. They have yeah. so many good things here. And when you come down, they have a huge area up there, lots of seating, but they have mm-hmm. games for the kids. Yeah. Go old school with your kids. Let them play board games up there. You know what I mean? It could be a great family night for this for uh, your family here. At the and to top it off, they have great staff. They oh. always smile at you. Yes. Like it's yep. <clears throat> well, and and they're going to be open Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Ooh. 
they are also going to start doing bingo. And you guys, March or February sixteenth is trivia. I think this will be this will be out. This is out to the twentieth. So you just missed it by four days. If that's we're in the future now, Jen. Excuse me. But you should always. But always keep an eye on it. Follow the Brush Emporium <laughs> on Facebook because they always have cool stuff here. Mm-hmm. These sometimes have music here. They're going to start doing a lot of stuff. Bingo, like you said, uh, a lot of cool stuff. So please show them some love. Uh, they, you know, they're amazing. How do you like the studio? It's Kim? it's great. Yeah, like it's it's amazing. All the the artworks here yes. are fun. The first time I came in here was just to visit, and yeah. I was very inspired by it already. Yeah, like it's it's uh, it's been fun. It's mm-hmm. been uh, it's been a very a lot of people have donated some of this stuff to me. You know what I mean? It's been uh, people mm-hmm. are fans yeah. of the podcast, so been quite the blessing. So thank you, Brush Emporium. Please support these guys, 210 Clayton Street. So, all right. Having said that, we had three stories, and we're, both, we're, we're teaming up on you, Kim. So let's see that board. Let's see what you got, buddy. Okay. Dun, da, da, da. Oh! oh! No! no! <laughs> 17,802. Kim, what's not true about that story? So it's just a made-up story. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. You were never even on the no, voice. No, I'm too oh shy to do that. Oh my goodness! I, I, I cannot do it. <laughs> that was so inspiring and real to me. It wasn't even funny. How did you come up with that number? Where's that? <laughs> I think. Hmm. I think I was grading papers earlier. When I just start picking numbers, oh Uh my god! (laughs) I am blown away. I would have totally guessed that to be a true story. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Especially knowing that you have the singing background, and oh my goodness! I mean, I was thinking to myself, who in the Philippines is home that day? You know what I mean? Like, it'd be a great time to go rob houses because they're all singing at the damn. You know what I mean? They're all all in addition. Addition numbers in the Philippines would reach those numbers. I mean, forty five hundred, forty five thousand. Yeah. It could reach a whole lot. Like, okay, now is the voice even a thing over there? Yes. Okay, I just had to it's, make sure. I think it's a thing in every country. I think they hit everybody. Well, I never know because when I catch clips, it's always just somebody's posted a clip and you either. You I was see about to buckle, is, buckle earlier when I said the voice. I was about to uh, say, "Pilipinas got talent," which is the "got talent" edition of the Filipinos. Uh, yeah. So good thing I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Now, do they also do the other show, The Star Hunt? Is that an yes, it's, it's, that is another true mm-hmm, thing? Mm-hmm. You just made the whole thing up about you being uh, yeah. it. That's, uh, do you know anybody who was in The Voice over there? <laughs> no. That is too funny. I you, can't. You knew a lot about how to get get going on it. That's madness. So uh, that That's was awesome. Great. So Way to Go is a true story. Yes. 100% true mm-hmm, story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As is two birthday celebrations a year. You said you didn't register you. So like a birth certificate? Is that what you're Yeah, a birth about? certificate. It was registered the following day. And my my, my dad probably just... For, I, I was born 1153 uh, at night. Oh, so, so you So he probably just moved it the next day. Yeah. So the yeah. 8th. <laughs> But I, I guess that's good for me because I could celebrate two birthdays. I have two cakes a year, maybe four, because I, they're celebrating it in the Philippines as well. So. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, well, it's the only four days a week you can have 2,000 calories. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four days a year. That's why I, tr- I treated myself with ice cream. Really then you got to run. Ooh, yeah. what, what time was Owen born at? Owen was born at 4.53 in the morning on his due date, August 8th, 2003. Oh, wow. All yep. right. Um, I was going to ask you about the karaoke too. You kind of went over genres. What's the most popular genre in Philippines? Is is it Philippine music or is it American music? 
it's a mix of both, but we do 1980s not build. music. Yep, 80s. 80s, uh-huh. 90s. Any type, any genre wherein you can build, sing your heart out. Right. Heart out. Well, that's 80s rock and roll right there, yes. man. You betcha. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, yesterday, or last week, the uh, guest from uh, South Africa was telling us about how huge Americans, uh, America's uh, media is down there. You know, our, our mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, all our pop culture is. is all over the world. So I always wonder how big that is. So it's, it you is. know. And you only sing one karaoke song. <clears throat> uh, it's just a blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do a little Louis dude. But I always do a little hammered, and then I challenge the fucking crowd. But I'm like, somebody beat that, you sons of bitches. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh I tell you, Larry's not the greatest. I gotta lie to you. I, I, hey, Kim, I have super enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so uh, much. I enjoyed it too, guys. Me yeah, too. You, you, had good, you had a good time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, did. Yeah, awesome. you made me very comfortable. And I mean, at first I was very afraid because you know this is my not my my first language. Right? I'm getting so subtitled. I said <laughs> said earlier, yeah. but I mean, you made this conversations. Um, very much relatable on my end that I could share. Yeah. Thank you. Your English is actually you. very you so good. It's very good. Very yes. easy to understand. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yes. You are. Um, and that's that's what we do, man. You know, I mean, this mm-hmm. is all for fun. And you were probably a little nervous. Everybody is. <laughs> because this is outside your comfort zone. Yeah, for this a lot is. Of people, it, yep. you know? <laughs> but would you come back and do this ever again? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, he said he's got five stories <laughs> and had to condense. So he's already got two more. Yeah. I could probably need to grade some more papers yeah. and then yeah. some yeah. numbers. Pull more numbers yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Maybe very... all the stories would be numbers. Yeah, yeah we'll be <laughs> very leery of that. So uh, before we go, though, you said your sisters will be listening to this. Yes. Give them a shout out. Hey, Manang Kati, Manang Christine, and Manang Mayang. Hi, from Finland, California, and the Philippines. <laughs> I can't pronounce any of that, so what's up, sisters? All right. Hey, hey, sisters. And my dad as well. Hi, pa. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been a delight. Thank I'm Moose Lundstrom. Me. I'm generous. Generous. We'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>